For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Thank you for tuning in to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. As always, your host, Cody Mallory. You can find me on Twitter at RealCodyMallory. I am once again joined by Joe Farrow tonight on Twitter. That is at the Joe Farrow. Joe, let's dive right into it. The Brooklyn Nets and Steve Nash have mutually agreed to split ways. Mutually seems like a strong word, but Nets fans, hallelujah. Steve Nash is gone. And that seems to be what a lot of people thought was the problem with this franchise. I mean, we have been very vocal here saying that Steve Nash is by no means a great coach, but he was also dealt a bad hand. And now he's gone. And the Neds don't have that excuse anymore because the two names that we seem to be considering have good track records. They have good track records on the basketball court, one of them. We'll get, we'll get <laughs> one, of them one of them doesn't have a great track record as of recently, but, you know, uh, we'll, we'll just say it now. I mean, Ime Udoka is the top candidate and the strong front runner, according to Sham Sharania, and Quinn Snyder is also another option. So let's just say that uh, Brooklyn has a lot of holes to fill, and uh, Ime Udoka – Seems to be the right man for that kind of job. Goodness me. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, first, I want to say Steve Nash. um, Nice guy. Great guy. Not the right guy for this job. Honestly, he was probably... (laughs) Is there really a right guy for this job at all? I mean, like, I'm going to be honest, man. Like, I think, I mean, a lot of of the big outlets were like, oh, Steve Nash is being used as like a scapegoat, whatever. I kind of like agree with that. I mean, I think his rotations are bad. His X's and O's are bad. But I don't know if anyone will be able to turn this around. I don't care who it is. Bring Greg Popovich in here. He might quit after the first week. <laughs> the Nets are a shit show. Like there's no other way to put it besides that the Brooklyn Nets are an absolute shit show. They are. It got leaked from Woj and Shams that the Nets were going to hire Ime Udoka. Um, and, like, Ime, obviously, is a great coach. He was with Brooklyn before he went to Boston when he was an assistant in Brooklyn. And, like, he took Boston to the finals this past year. And, like, we get it. Like, yeah, great basketball mind. We'll hold Katie and Kyrie accountable. Like, that's what the Nets need. But they literally were linked to Idoka and like Shams and Woj were both saying it could happen as soon as tomorrow, as in Wednesday morning when they just fired Steve Nash on Tuesday. Probably when, it's, probably when a lot of, of people are going to be listening to this pod, he might even be hired by that point. Correct. And it's like, there aren't question marks. There are definitely question marks around Idoka. And like, I don't think it's possible one for the nets to have vetted it that quickly. So, I mean, I know Shams has been saying, like, this is, process is happening since Saturday when they lost to Indiana. So, um, Sean Marks said that Steve Nash told him last night, so Monday night, he said, they're not responding to me. 
And it's like, if they hire Ime Udoka, basketball-wise, great hire. Perfect. I get it. And then shit gets leaked after he's hired. What are they going to do, Joe? Like, are they going to fire him? Are they going to suspend their newly hired coach? Like, I just think it could go really well, or it could be an absolute dumpster fire of a hire. I think the way you handle it is if you are to hire Ime Udoka, you you say that you guys, before even requesting to speak to Ime Udoka, which I'm sure they actually already have, they probably have done their own like investigation on the matter and spoken to Celtics brass and gotten a grab, uh, a grasp of the whole situation. So it's like if you if you are told everything and you know what could possibly get out there. Like we knew about this when it started happening. We're not going to suspend our coach. Like that was within the Boston organization because it's important to know he's not suspended by the league. He's suspended Correct. by Boston by for um violating uh, organizational guidelines, I guess, or however they wanted to label it. But he's not suspended by the league, and the Celtics were willing to just let him walk right on to Brooklyn. And Stephen A. Smith said this literally two weeks ago to the day that. Boston won't fire Ime Udoka because they're scared that then they will, the Nets will intentionally fire Steve Nash to go get Ime Udoka. So, I mean, but it could, like you said, it could definitely go, uh, it can definitely go one of two ways very, very well or very, very bad. Yeah. I mean, I want to reiterate like from a basketball only perspective, it is a home run hire. He obviously is familiar with the team. Katie and Kyrie, it's at least been rumored that they respect him. Um, obviously, after they got swept against Boston last year, they were seen talking with him. And it's like, basketball-wise, there's no one better. Like, even out of the guys that have jobs, like, I don't know if there's anyone better than Ime Joka right now for the Nets. But these last, let's just call it two and a half years now, anything that could go wrong for this team has gone wrong. And so why go wrong most likely? Why would a coach coming in with question marks when it's the Brooklyn Nets not go wrong? I, I don't know. Like it's hard to be optimistic right now, given where we are currently with the state of the Nets. It is. It is very hard to be optimistic. I'm. I'm with you entirely there. Um, but at the same time, it's like from a basketball perspective, you know, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving both like this guy. KD seemed like I when they were with Team USA, when he was Captain America leading them to gold, uh, he had a good relationship with Ime Udoka, and he was over there with him. So I don't know, man. It's I mean, and it, like we said, all all signs right now are pointing to Ime Udoka being the guy. And like at this rate, it's like uh, the the Nets have a former first overall pick and two time All Star all NBA third team guy who's afraid to shoot the basketball. And he's not even just and, afraid to shoot the basketball. He's afraid to go to the basket. Yes. But that isn't even a top two story on the team right now. Steve, and Joe, for, hold up. You, for, you forgot a very critical point about Ben Simmons. He's hurt. Like he hasn't played the last two games. Yes. Like, I mean, just like in general, like the whole Ben Simmons saga was like Tate, obviously is like quote unquote taking over the internet but like now that's not even close to the number one story on the team you have Kyrie Irving all in the headlines for obviously his post which has since been taken down you have 
now what people what like i'm obviously we don't know full details so like but there's like people saying that the nets fired their head coach and now are hiring a quote-unquote sexual predator <laughs> as a head coach and like it's it's insane and like the ben simmons story isn't even the biggest on the team anymore but my big takeaway from this whole situation is kevin durant won he got into a battle <laughs> with the nets organization about who should be his coach and they said they wouldn't oblige and it only took them a couple more games to realize like hey we got it we got to switch this thing up so kevin durant won yeah, I mean, obviously he got his way. Steve Nash is gone. Mm-hmm. I do just want to – I believe that it was mutual. I'm going to be honest with you. I know a lot of people think that he was straight up fired and they just played off as mutual. They have business interests together. They're friends, Sean Marks and Steve Nash, even Joe Sy. So, like, it's kind of being played off as mutual. I genuinely think it was mutual. If I was Steve Nash, I would have wanted to get the hell out of there as well. <laughs> Uh, I think I think it could be mutual to an extent of um like per se like Sean Marks has kind of given him the hint like hey like I, if you know if we don't turn this around you're going to be the scapegoat we're going to have to move on just for just for uh, public image purposes and he's like I mean if you want I'll leave now <laughs> so that kind of <laughs> you don't have to ask me twice I already packed my shit out of the like, locker. Like, He's like, I only have one drawer full of stuff in my office. So I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's like I said earlier, like, I just, I mean, Udoka would be like a great hire if he didn't have all this yeah. hidden baggage. And it's like the Celtics never really gave the full picture on what it was. I know there's been like leaked reports from TMZ and stuff, but like the Celtics, they were like visibly disturbed at the press conference about it. Brad Stevens and their owner, I forgot his name, but I watched that press conference when they first announced this. And like Brad Stevens was fighting back tears. Yeah. He was very disappointed in whatever was going on over there. So like, I know it's been announced. It's all by consensual. So like that is obviously good. I guess if that's what you want to call it, I don't know. Like I said, there's a lot of, stuff in this situation that the public doesn't know matt barnes was very vocal against his statement where he said that doka got screwed over he deleted his post and made a new video saying it was like very dark so i don't know yeah obviously we can't make the call no fan can it's up to joe Sai, who was very i shouldn't say very vocal but vocal on the Kyrie Irving situation about doing what's right they're already taking a lot of heat from the media um Sean Mark said in his press conference say like I'm not proud of what we've become it's like I want to turn ESPN on and have them talk about us for basketball purposes not anything else which obviously has not been the case in over a year now probably the majority of the last three years yeah and it's like the only time they talk about the Nets for basketball is when James Harden first got traded here that half of the season before it got derailed due to injuries and it's like I know Doka will probably be hired by tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon. Um, but Sean Mark said today is by like by like one p.m. tomorrow. Steve, uh, Ime Doka is our coach. Yeah, I mean, Sean Mark said today at his press conference when he was asked if they've decided on a candidate, he said no, absolutely not. Which I mean, he can't say yes when the guy's not signed yet, especially when he's on another team still. <laughs> because Udoka is obviously under contract with the Boston Celtics. 
who it has been leaked and reported that they will let him walk for free. So the Nets should not have to give up any draft compensation or anything to Boston. Um, but it's just it happened two seconds because apparently that's the tampering rule now. Yeah, man, it's just it's an ugly situation. I mean, all around. I, I'm gonna even say this, Joe. Like, I think that Steve Nash came into this year knowing he was out. Yeah. And like, how know? do you how yeah. do you succeed with that? Yeah, and I mean, it's almost impossible to. Um, he had to know that he was on an extremely short leash. Like Kevin Durant allegedly called for his job this offseason. Like he's like, dude, get this guy out of here. He can he can't he think he's like in terms of coaching a basketball game, he doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground. <laughs> like, yeah, Kevin Durant wanted him out of there. And when you have Kevin Durant with the keys to your franchise and he doesn't think that he's gonna be able to do anything with this organization as long as he's the head coach to the point where he asked for a trade with four years remaining on his contract. Like right. it's not, that's not something that happens often. Like, and I know the organization didn't want to look weak, but like, dude, like if your star player does not want your coach there, like, and the star player ends up agreeing to stay. And especially if you start out slow, you're basically done for like it is starting off to what are we now? Two and five after tonight. Two and six. Oh, brutal. But yeah, like, okay, so he was two and five as coach to start this year. Um, and Correct. the second win, we squeaked one out after blowing a lead to the Pacers. So, I mean, like, he had to go, man. Like, it's there was no two ways about it. No, I completely agree. Like, there was no decision left, but he had to go. Yeah. And I think that Sean Marks and Joe Sy. They didn't say immediately after getting swept by Boston, we're taking our franchise back. We're like, we got to get accountability, whatever. And then Kevin Durant requests the trade. They obviously don't do it. He then, it gets leaked that he requested that Steve Nash is gone. And the Nets don't do it. And then he comes back. They had that meeting. I bet, I guarantee you in that meeting, they're like, if we start out like shit, Nash is gone. I know Nash was reportedly in the meeting. But the Nets, after saying they said wanted... No, ben, ben said it was only players in there. No, 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 not in the players-only meeting. Remember when uh, KD met over the summer with Josiah, oh, Sean Marks, and Steve right. Nash? Yeah, I got you. There's, there's no way they could have fired Steve Nash after getting swept and Sean Marks said publicly they were taking the organization back and then caving to Kevin Durant. There's no way they could have done it. Yeah. And, like, it just – I mean, it's, it seems like he never really got a chance. Um, like I said, he was a terrible rotational guy, a terrible X's and O guy. Terrible time guy, but Jacques Vaughn somehow might be worse. Yeah, and it's like – but he really never got a chance, in my opinion. I just want to go through a quote that Joe Harris just gave. Um, so this is actually, unfortunately, from Nick Friedel. But <laughs> Joe, Harris, Joe Harris said he was surprised Nash decided to go. Harris said the players found out this afternoon. He also noted noted that Nash didn't even get a chance to say goodbye to the group before he left. Hmm. And it's like that guy, I mean, he went through a ton for this team. And that's kind of effed up in my opinion. Yeah. And, I, and Christian Winfield even tweeted, um, very somber mood by Joe Harris uh, right now in a press conference. And it's like, I don't know, man, like, 
Sean Marks did say that the players weren't consulted at all on this decision. He yeah. said part part of the relationship that was so great between him and Steve was they would literally talk every hour. So they've been discussing this for days, he said, which kind of goes back to what Sean said about yeah, kind of the decision was made Saturday night. Uh, I don't know. Sticky situation. Obviously, when the Nets actually decide on a head coach, we will put out a podcast episode discussing it. We assume it will be Udoka. But whatever coach they hire has a incredible challenge ahead of them. I don't care how strong the roster looks on paper with all-stars, superstars, whatever. Great role players. Like, it's not working. <laughs> Plain and simple, it's not working. And you can blame Steve Nash all you want, but he was not the only problem with this group. I don't care what anyone says. Uh-huh. I'm completely on your side. Like, when when you know how everybody, everybody has that like that 50 year old uncle who says they don't watch the NBA because they're because lo- it's loaded with divas and the players control everything. Well, that's the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> so that's exactly what they're describing. They are describing the Brooklyn Nets. And how can you blame them when this is the only team that like the only things you hear about this team are its superstars, the superstars that are on the team and how much trouble they're causing. Like you heard about the Brooklyn Nets playing basketball over the last three years. Joe, real quick, just to interrupt you, sorry, but Kevin Durant's at the podium right now from Nick Friedel as well. KD said he was shocked by Nash's decision to leave, said it's been weighing on him all day. And he also said, I enjoyed coming to work with Steve. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, thanks for him to be fired this season. Allegedly. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I honestly don't know what to think about that. Obviously, Kevin's not going to say, oh, I'm happy this guy's gone. Yeah. But but at the same time, like, it sounds a little more personal than a guy who wanted someone fired, no? Yeah. I mean, like, obviously, like, when somebody loses their job, like, you're always going to feel bad for them, especially if you got to work, like, close with Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done them every single day but it's like come on like don't give us that fake bullshit like you didn't want him fired this offseason you getting to play seven more games with the guy and you going two and five definitely did not change your mind to make you that upset about it yeah he said he kevin said he woke up from a nap at 115 and saw the news and said he was shocked (laughs) i mean katie showed up tonight to play basketball but he <laughs> did not get much help from his counterpart it was um i guess let's i don't man i'm so sick of talking about losses it's the same shit every night but we gotta talk about the bulls game obviously following the news of steve nash um jock vaughn's the interim head coach once again he's been the interim head coach before in 2020 he was seven and three as the interim head coach for the Nets coming into tonight. Bubble coach, no. 
He was the coach uh, when they got rid of Kenny Atkinson, I believe. Yeah, so he was our bubble coach. Yeah, so the bubble coach. When there was that team, my God. <laughs> Correct. Um, this game, like, the Nets looked very good for a lot of this three, three and a half quarters, I would say. And then they just absolutely shit the bed. They scored 22 points in the third and then 19 in the fourth. Like, you're not going to win a lot of basketball games that way. KD, it was the second half of a back-to-back. They've played five games in seven nights. Kevin Durant's logging a ton of minutes again for the Nets to be two and six. Like, he played the entire first quarter, Joe. Like, what the hell was Jock Vaughn thinking? <laughs> like, I don't think the Nets understand how to hire guys that can form a legitimate rotation. It's called rotation for a reason. You rotate guys in and out. You don't leave guys in for 12 minutes at a time. Like, on the second half of a back-to-back. Yeah, especially not on the second half of a back-to-back. Like, like, what are you doing? Like, if it's one of those where, like, you're playing, like, you're going to end up playing one game in five days, sure. <laughs> like, okay, go ahead for the hell of it. But, like, on the second half of a back-to-back in the first quarter, it's not even like it's the fourth quarter where, like, you need him down the stretch. Like, it's you're doing this in the first quarter. Now, granted, right. he, was, he was unstoppable in the first quarter. But at the same time, it's like, dude, come on. Yeah, I mean, I guess he was hot. What did he score? Like four, I think it was 14 had, in that first four, quarter. He had 14 in the first quarter, and, like, he was, like, two of three from downtown. And, like, he had only missed two shots in the entire quarter. So, it's like the guy was on a different planet. Yeah, which I understand you're riding the momentum. He had, like, 20 points on, yeah, seven shots or something. It was insane in the first half. Yeah, correct. Rice Rice O'Neal probably played his best game as a net for sure. 20 points, 8 of 12 from the field, 4 from 6 from 3. He actually tied his career high in points with the 20. Um, but, I mean, Utah, once again, Watanabe looks very good off the bench. Very good. 10 points, 4 or 6 from the field, blocked a couple shots, grabbed some rebounds, played 28 minutes. David Duke was still in the rotation again, played some decent defense, I think. Um yeah, he played pretty well. Cam Thomas still in the doghouse once again. Like, even with a coaching change, like I feel like that's just like the current regime then as a whole just like doesn't think Cam Thomas has it yet. Like cuz what kind of sense does that make, man? It really doesn't make any. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I... Like, even with a coaching change, I was hopeful that we would see Cam Thomas minutes tonight. Yeah. A coaching change, second half of a back-to-back. Your team can't score. They look sluggish. He hasn't played, so he has fresh legs. Put him in the game. And he's going to get out there hungry. Yeah. Something to prove. Yeah, he's got – exactly. He's got something to prove. Put him in the damn game. Um, Obviously, no Ben, no Seth again, no TJ Warren, no Kyrie Irving. Oh, I mean, he was on the the floor, but he didn't show up tonight. No Kyrie Irving through three quarters. And then maybe a little bit of Kyrie Irving in the fourth. <laughs> some some shell of Kyrie Irving in the fourth. This Kyrie Irving went scoreless in the first half for the first time in four years, Joe. 2018 was the last time he, he did not score in the, in the first half. That being said, like, I personally thought he was still in 
gates somewhat. Like I wouldn't say it was a total like James Hardy against the Sacramento Kings last year. Oh, like no, he was no. still he still ripped six boards, had seven assists. Like he was definitely deferring to KD in that first half because KD was hot. Yeah. But I think Alex Caruso really frustrated him, truthfully. Um Caruso Caruso was in his face all night and like it was just he was making everything hard on Kyrie. Um Kyrie, I believe when he started like O of three, like he didn't attempt a shot again until like a whole like quarter after. And like he ended up not playing a lot in the second quarter. And I mean second half, then he was still just deferring a lot. And every shot he was taking was just like an awful one. Like, and I mean, and obviously like, you can't really classify a shot as awful for Kyrie Irving because he could literally hit from anywhere at impossible angles. But, like, you got to have a better, like, sense of the moment over there. Like, you know you're struggling. You should not be pulling the shots that you take and knock down when you're hot. Yeah, he played, like you said, he played 13 minutes in the first half. Yeah. I mean, KD was playing next to, uh, at one point, like, Utah, David Duke, Edmund Sumner, and, like, Claxton or Patty Mills or Royce, like that's what he was. Yeah, that's what he was surrounded by a lot of it. And I mean, the role players well, played pretty well, dominating, like which is the ridiculous part. Just yeah. and like domination. And the role players, they looked pretty good. It was just the Nets fell apart again. Like I don't know if it was tired legs. Obviously, we can't blame Steve Nash as coaching down the stretch anymore. Like. Which I think Jock Vaughn is a horrible coach as well. <laughs> he's, I think, I believe he's still the highest paid assistant coach in the NBA. Yes. And I mean, if they bring in Udoka, you would think he'd be allowed to bring in his own staff, but I'm sure that'll have to wait till the offseason. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's like when <sighs> I think that's so, speaking of Udoka and another reason why like his hiring could be good for the Nets. A lot of people haven't really mentioned that he was an assistant in 2019 uh, with Philly. Correct. And that was an all-star appearance year for Ben where he averaged 19, 8, and 9, I believe. And he, yeah, so he was an all-star and he was, um, I believe he that was the year he might have been all-defensive. He was a, must have been all-defensive team that year as well. But he, one of the best years of Ben's career, 2018-19 season. So, I mean, that would be huge if if he comes in and he could unlock that version of Ben again. Yeah, man, like, uh, I just keep thinking about the situation and whatever coach they decide is coming into. Yeah. You have Kyrie on one year. If Kyrie doesn't stay, just Kevin Durant ask out. And then you have Ben Simmons, which who knows what he'll be, and who knows what else the hell will be on the roster. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, like, but, and then also you gotta, you gotta think, like, I don't think either guy that they named you could really go wrong with. Cause I mean, like Udoka coached Ben in Philly and Quinn Snyder somehow coached Rudy Gobert into a supermax contract. So, <laughs> so like, you can't really go wrong either way, but yeah. I mean, you could go better in terms of PR with the Quinn Snyder hire, but <laughs> with the, right. The Udoka hire in terms of basketball, I feel like, is better. Even the Udoka hire with relationships between Katie and Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, that's a guy that they want to play for. 
Yeah, the, the Nets are married to Katie and Kyrie now. Like, they got rid of their guy and Steve Nash, and it's like, I'm sorry, but they have no choice but to do what Katie and Kyrie want. Like, yeah, at this point, they're stuck. Truthfully, I think they're stuck, especially if they bring in Udoka, who's their guy. They're stuck. And uh, it's just been a frustrating three years now. And I do want to say, like, Jalen Brown posted – Woj's it was either his tweet or his Instagram post on his Instagram in- post. Yeah, Jalen Brown posted on his Instagram story. He like reposted Woj's report that Udoka was linked to the Brooklyn Nets, which is interesting because obviously Jalen Brown was to be rumored as one of the main packages that were offered for Kevin Durant if a Durant trade was gonna happen. <sighs> I don't know, Joe. I don't know. Like I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not comfortable in what's going to happen. I'm not confident at all in what's going to happen. And here we are sitting two and six, eight games through the season. It's wild, isn't it? <laughs> it's just so wild. Who I wouldn't have thought after seven games that Steve Nash would have been fired. I was thinking more along the lines of like 20. Um, going yeah. season Because, I mean, I don't think any Nets fan legitimately thought that Steve Nash was going to be our coach going into the playoffs next year. Um, I – I certainly didn't think so, just because I thought he would have gotten scapegoated at some point. But who knows? I mean, I it's gonna it's definitely still uncertain because there's still a lot to be figured out. There's a lot to be figured out about the whole Kyrie situation. KD, how committed is he really to this franchise long term? Ben Simmons, will he ever be that same player again? And I mean, Michael Porter Jr. actually made some comments on Ben Simmons in support of him saying, like, man, like, these back surgeries, like, they take a while to get, like, your full athleticism back. So, like, I mean, Michael Porter Jr. has been down that road, so he said, like, we'll see the real Ben come back eventually, so that's good to hear. I mean, and who's going to be leading – who's going to be steering our ship moving forward? And, like, is that guy going to try to bang any of our female staffers? Like, that's a real question that we're going to have to figure out. Oh, man, this team's a joke. It's unreal, man. Like I said, our, we have a number, a former number one pick all-star, only 25 years old, who hasn't played in two years and is afraid to shoot the ball. And that's not even our biggest, not even close to the biggest story. There's a story uh, surrounding the team. It's incredible. Yeah, and like just to feed off what you just said, like who knows what's going to happen with Kyrie. Sean Marks did say that the Nets organization is working with the ADL. Um which is an organization for defamation. So, like, him being suspended or fined is not out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, for sure. And and I don't know if that had anything to do with Kyrie's performance tonight, if he was just tired, he's got a newborn, he played five games and seven nights, playing a lot of minutes. I don't know. It's just very piss-poor timing for him to have a bad game because it looks like he quit. That's truthfully what it looks like. That's definitely a bad time for him to have a really bad game. But, I mean, he he looked like his legs, like, felt heavy. Like, he looked like he was, like, dragging his feet all night almost. Like, I'm not going to trip too much over it right now because knowing Kyrie, he'll come out next game and he'll drop 35. But, like – Yeah, right. But, like, it's all – it's a wait-and-see matter right now. I think think he's all good, though. It's just probably off night. Yeah. I agree. Um, the Nets close out this week 
with another back-to-back, man, there's been an insane amount of back-to-backs, I feel like. This can't be normal. I mean, like, as, as someone who just turned 21 years old and, like, is now allowed to sports gamble, I feel like the same teams are playing every single night. It's ridiculous. Like, the Mavericks are always playing. The Nets are always playing. The Lakers are always playing. The Suns are always playing. The Warriors are always playing. And the Heat are always playing. These teams are playing so much. Like, it's just so consistently that they're sitting there. And I'm like, whoever made these schedules is kind of wild. Like, these guys are playing so many back-to-backs so far, not just the Nets. Yeah, the Nets have five sets of back-to-backs in the month of November. (laughs) Like, what? Like they have two, they have two this week. They have two in the same week. Whoever made it was tweaking on that one. Yeah, so they play the Wizards on Friday and the Hornets on Saturday. On paper, two very winnable games. On the basketball court, who the hell knows what you're ever going to get from the Nets? But I'm sure we're going to have another episode, most likely tomorrow, if the Nets hire a coach. So be on the lookout for that. We'll make our picks then. I once again lost because my stupid ass picked the Brooklyn Nets to win a basketball game. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, but here we are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so we're not going to make picks for those games yet, Joe. They don't play again until Friday and Saturday. Yeah, Much I'm needed. Sure I'm sure we're going to meet again with a pod about a coaching hire before that. Correct. Two, uh, two much-needed days off for the Nets in a row. Hopefully they can figure some shit out, bring in a new coach, hopefully get an identity before the games this weekend. But uh, I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> yeah. I I I feel you. It's uh it's definitely an interesting process we're about to go through. All right. Anything else, Joe, that we miss? I think I do, I do the thing. Um obviously we're recording right after the Nets game, and I look up at my TV and Jared Jack is an assistant coach for the Phoenix Suns. Would you look at that? That really, really? I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. I look, they just showed like, like where like the scores table is, and he's like sitting over there, like behind, like in like that second row. I'm like, man, that's Jared Jack. <laughs> We're getting old, Joe. Well, maybe not you, but I am. <laughs> I mean, I feel old seeing Jared Jack as a coach. I mean, I feel old that's seeing Jared Dudley as a coach. <laughs> yeah, like Dudley was just coaching in Brooklyn against the Nets. I was assistant, but yeah. Yeah, when players that we used to watch growing up become coaches, I mean, even Steve Nash, you can throw in that boat. Mari Stoudemire. <laughs> Stoudemire. Like, we're getting old, man. <laughs> oh, God, man. Oh, I gosh. mean, Joe Johnson's still trying to play basketball every year. It keeps me young. So, <laughs> honestly, trade Kevin Durant, trade Kyrie Irving. Bring back Joe Johnson. That's all. Bring the back Joe Johnson. Do. Make all the Nets fans happy. <laughs> At least let us get to watch ISO Joe. Please, I mean, he would fit perfectly in this offense. Just, just another guy. <laughs> just, another, just another guy to take minutes away from Cam Thomas. <laughs> another guy to sit on the block and post them up ISO all game for forty-five minutes till his legs are shot in the fourth quarter. Yeah, no, I agree. Oh, but, um, at this point. All right. Thank you guys for once again listening to the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Joe and Cody. We will be back with another episode as soon as our Nets have a new head coach.
You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.